How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AFTV podcast, the show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. And I am Tim Wagner. Tim, we did better that time. It was way better than last episode where I was just <laughs> yeah. fucking stepping all over your shit. Hey, no worries. I was this time too. I paused a little bit. I'm like waiting Is for he, it. And he's like, he didn't come in. Here I go. Hey. <laughs> 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 Even though we were on good speedy internet, that was that was not a that was not an internet lag situation. Nope, that, that was, was not a, that was not a lag. That was me waiting for my turn to jump into the double dutch. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Episode 23. The document says 22, but it is 23. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, yeah. Off to a great start anyways. So we're going to do the fishing topic. I told you we were going to do it in the Thanksgiving episode. Go watch the Thanksgiving episode. It's over on our YouTube channel. And <laughs> Sorry, I was just, just like... Falling all over the place. I just... I just remembered. I'm like, I should really turn down my phone. And then I slapped the can that I had sitting next to it. <laughs> Instead of your phone interrupting. It just... <laughs> Don't want to make any noises. Dink, 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 dink. <laughs> All right. So I told you we we're going to do it in the Thanksgiving episode. We we're going to do an episode on the American eel. Yes, we will be able to talk that long about the eel. Trust me, this was crazy to do the research on it. And then in the random take, the second half of the podcast, we are going to talk about grilling, our grilling goals Ooh. for the summer. God, I'm so excited for grilling. Yeah. It's 100 Ooh. degrees outside. I'm still excited ben for grilling. grilling. Oh, yeah. So fucking hot. Yes. Whoops. I said F word. That, how many have we said? Is that one? We're PG-13 right now. Fuck. <laughs> there it is. Made it. Rated R. In case you guys didn't know, you could say the F word once in a PG-13 movie. You One time, twice. It's rated R. Rated R. And for those of you who are not fully, let's just say what Tim was doing on camera oh, yes. made I a forget. lot more sense for you audio only listeners. But you can get this on patreon.com slash relayftv on video. We are working on getting it public. We're just working out the kinks as we do this. So we will be launching the videos on YouTube, the video podcast, I should say on youtube eventually but right now they're behind the patreon paywall only a dollar patreon.com slash real aftv real too easy and i uh yeah like i know what you were doing there trying to be like a little bit of mystery and some stuff for the video yes we should keep it mystery but i feel like i should tell everybody that i am wearing this shirt that just has the r-rated thing so they're just not like what did he do to make everybody (laughs) realize that he's r-rated right now it's just a sh- just a shirt, guys. Show <laughs> his nipples. I didn't get real weird. <laughs> we didn't move into whatever it's called, NC seventeen territory. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, I remember. Uh, anyways, I'm not okay. I want to make a correction because I said IBA last. We were talking about beers and the bitterness and stuff like mm. that. And I kept saying IBA and it's IBUs and I knew that. Oh, I just wanted yeah. to do self-correction because, yes. damn it, we're going to do an episode on that. The whatever I do bitter units, right? International? International yeah. bitter units, sure. I have Is no inter- fucking clue. I, I haven't looked like, it up. I think it's like bitter units or whatever. Are you having some beer? I was going to have yeah. a beer, but I was I had sushi 
tonight Ooh. for supper Ooh, and I went nice. heavy on the wasabi and I'm dealing with some heartburn and I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I really wanted to have a beer because I bought some beers. I bought yep. a six pack of the like make your own six pack. Oh, fuck yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah, because I am I have a bunch of Blue Moon up at the cabin and we're not mm-hmm. planning on going to the cabin because it's so damn hot and there's no AC up right. there. Yeah. And I will fish in this weather, but having a three-year-old sleep in a cabin mm-hmm. on the upper mm-hmm. level of a no AC right. unit where it's like whatever it hits the peak temperature of the day is what it is in that cabin. Right. So like all me, my wife and him, all three in the same bedroom trying to sleep yep. in 102 degrees. Like, <sighs> nah, we're going to stay home <laughs> in the AC this weekend. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And look into portable AC units for the cabin in case this happens again, because oh, I don't want to sure. miss out on fishing. Plus, dude, how nice would it be to be at the lake tomorrow? 102 degrees oh, just swimming in the lake. And the I water know. temperature hasn't got like super warm yet, so it'd be so yeah. refreshing to take a dip. But oh. I did put down, went to uh, Harbor Freight. Shout out to Harbor Freight because they got prices that are just ridiculous. Yeah, and yes, they do. I yeah, and I went and I got those like uh, anti fatigue foam mats, and I got enough oh, of them yeah. to put underneath a kiddie pool. And we got the kiddie pool. I set it all up tonight. And it's a six by 10 pool. And it's like, I don't know, like two feet deep or whatever. And we're going to fill that thing up. And my son's going to play. But I'm just going to sit in the pool and drink beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that sounds awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty excited. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. That sounds great. Uh Okay. Anyway, I was gonna tell my pool story. We have a pool. We have a blow up pool in the front yard that we just blew up today too. Like nice. that we just set up too because it's so hot. <laughs> That's it. That's the end Dude, of my you story. You know what you should. You know what you should get. I forget where I got it from, but I have a foot pump yep. for blowing stuff up. It's yep. it's like designed like those old school like. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking fire about. Fire starters. Yeah. So yep. <laughs> Dude, it's so dope. This thing. I tried to like blow up. It's like three different chambers. I tried to blow it up one a year ago by yep. my like with my mouth, and I got like yeah. halfway through the first one, and I'm like, I have two more chambers to go. This is ridiculous. I went and bought that thing. I pumped up the whole pool in like a half hour. Hell today, yeah! And that would have taken me like I probably I never would have finished it. I would have died. <laughs> no, no, it, yes. <laughs> if I would have yes. tried to blow it up. Yep. So. <laughs> Seriously, you would have just you wouldn't have made it. You'd just no. been dead in the front yard would have, would next have to a dead. blow up pool. Yeah, so it's a very good investment. I don't know what it was like. Thirty bucks is like, if I don't buy it, I die. And if I do buy it, <laughs> the pool's filled up in thirty minutes. There's your infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? And if you act oh. now. <laughs> You just die. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, man. Let's get into, let's get into. Oh, a little housekeeping. I just want to say, uh, go find us on YouTube because if you're already subscribed, you're gonna see the live stream video. And like, if you just go there, it'll take you straight to the live stream and and check it out because that video needs some views. And it was sweet. It was like four hours long, 
And if you're in Minnesota, it's a good inside weekend anyway. I know, Tim, you're going to go fishing this weekend, but what the hell happened last weekend? Follow us on Instagram, seriously. Last (laughs) weekend. I don't know if you guys remember anybody that listens to this podcast. A couple weeks ago, I said that I'm really excited for this time of year to be spring fishing because I've learned the lake a little bit better. And I thought that I would be able to catch a new personal best walleye. And I did. I went out there <laughs> and I did what I said I was going to do. And yes, when you, you did. You do what you said you're going to do. It just mm, oh, <laughs> feels good. Feels so good, doesn't it? Yeah. So, and the crazy thing is, like, I'm a little bit bummed about it because I didn't have my GoPro on when I went out there because I was, we had been fishing. My sister came up and stuff. So we ended up going and kind of, they were like, let's go fish for crappie. And I'm like, the spawn's over. And they're just like, no, they're, they're and she thinks she's all <laughs> like smart because she caught one. Like, okay, there's a couple still here. Right. But it's like, it's pretty much over. Let's move on to walleye. That's where we can have some real good success. And I yeah. did. But we ended up catching like two crappie and then put them back because we didn't catch enough to clean them. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, so I go I go <laughs> out. Proving you're right yet again. <laughs> right. So I go <laughs> double, up on my... Double win for Tim on the fishing double, front. Double win. <laughs> well, also, I fish a lot. And I knew about the crappie spawn. And this right. is her first time fishing in like two years. I'm like, who do you think <laughs> knows a, a little bit more about fishing? Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I go, <laughs> I go, and uh, I get a chance to go out by myself. Uh, my wife has my son down for a nap and everything, and it's like two in the afternoon, and I'm like, I'm just gonna go out. And I'm going to go into the depth where I think they are. And I was just like, I'm just going to feel around because I think this is where they are. And I'm like, hoping I just get a bite. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, yes, got a bite. Know that this is where I should be. Mm -hmm. And boom. And I start fishing. And I catch a small bass. And I'm like, okay. I'm in the area where some fish are. And then like Mm -hmm. a bass, a bass, a bass, a bass. I'm like six bass in. I'm like, well, fuck, I found a bass. And then I start getting a, I get a fight like a harder fight and i'm like oh what is this and then Mm. it's a pike and i'm just like "Eh, well i mean Mm. that's closer closer yep yeah and then all of a sudden i get something like big i set the hook and i'm pulling it a little bit and then all of a sudden just drag goes out and i'm like oh Oh, got something and i just had the pike so and here's kind of where i am at with fish Mm -hmm. i'm like it's you know, this is a decent sized fish for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, right. You could tell in my head, I'm feeling the way it's fighting. It's not running to the surface. So I'm like, I don't think this is a bass. If it was a bass, this is a good bass. And he's trying mm-hmm. to stay down. Like mm. it could be a bass, but it do- it's not fighting like a bass. But if it is right. a bass, fucking sweet. This is going to be a dope, big ass bass. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, thinking in my head because it has been for me mostly i'm just like this is gonna be a big pike you know but it's kind of just pulling and i haven't like fought it hard enough to get a real good idea but i'm in 13 feet of water 
and it's super mm -hmm. clear water. So I don't have to pull it up very far to be able to see this fish. Sure. And I'm looking in the water just to see if I can see something. And then I see it swim and I see the white on its tail because a walleye has a white under on the bottom side of its tail. There's just a little white dot. Every single one mm -hmm. of them has it. If it's a sauger, it doesn't. If it's a walleye, it does. So if you oh, see okay. that white on its tail, it is for sure a walleye. And yeah. I saw that white on its tail. And I just go, oh, fuck, it's a walleye. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, man. And I'm just right like, away. yes, as soon as I saw it, I'm like half fighting it, like half running to the back of the boat to grab the net because I'm just like, <laughs> I am not missing this fish. Yes. And then I fought it for a little bit longer, got it up, got it in the net. And I just started like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like pulling back in. And I didn't know anybody was paying attention to me on shore. And uh -huh. I and I pull up and I'm just like, I caught a nice walleye. And they're just like, yeah, we thought you had something. And I'm like, you did? <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, dad was looking out at you. And he's just like, he's dancing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I didn't know anybody was paying attention to me. But once I landed, right. it, I was legitimately just living like, in the moment. <laughs> I was so happy. Oh man! That's oh, and awesome. the adrenaline rush, and then like I don't know. Some people like if you don't, if if you haven't caught a big fish, whatever species, like you can get so amped on that. Like oh, I came huge. in, and yeah. I was like all excited. And I can't remember. My sister said something, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm still kind of shaky. And she's like, shaky, and I'm like, yeah, I get a, a good adrenaline rush. This is a big oh, yeah. fish. Like, oh yeah. So For yeah, sure. I was, and I was pretty pumped because up until now, every time we had gone out, I had set up my wife with bobber fishing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm finding the spots and setting it everything up. And she's the one that always ends up catching the biggest fish. <laughs> and I'm just like, you don't have the record no more. <laughs> I got it. I got the big it's one. Me. <laughs> yeah. What'd you catch it on? I don't, I, I, I caught it. it. You said it. I caught it on a Callens Rattlin' Eye um, jig, and it was an eighth ounce jig, a green, I don't know what color they call it. It's, it's a green jig is the base color, a little bit of black on the top, a little bit of orange on the bottom. And then mm -hmm. it was a Northland Tackle Impulse. I don't know if they want to call it Northland anymore. They like revamped. It used to be Northland Impulse. And it was a paddle tail. Um, oh, okay. The smelt color, because I didn't see the, the. normally I get the shiner, which is black and white. And this was smelt, okay. which is brown and white. Okay. Close enough. Yeah. And uh, now they like repackage them and it just says impulse. And I huh. randomly found them at Fleet Farm. I had been trying a bunch of different brands because oh. I love those baits. And I'm like, I can't find them yeah. anymore. And then I is just this the one that, yeah, like, this is the one oh, you couldn't it's back, find. It's back. It's back. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, dope. Okay, it's okay. back in its own packaging okay. now. It doesn't call, it's not called Northland Impulse. It used to be in yellow packaging. Now it's in black packaging and it just says Impulse. And I'm like, those huh? are it. That's it. Shit. Yeah. And then Fuck yeah, dude. I went out and caught my personal best on it. Like, so <laughs> you just found him again and you went out and got your PB right off the, oh my God. I did. Yes, yep. dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. so awesome. Yeah. So yes, it was a, uh, it was awesome. I'm just a little bit bummed that I didn't grab the GoPro because I was not expecting to catch a right. giant one. Because I actually thought the biggest ones were going to be on the other side of the lake. 
the place oh. that I wanted to fish right okay. was not where I was fishing. But I yeah. was like, you were just going I, out to check check depths, basically. Yep, like, yep. are they and there? It, are they where I think they are? Right. Yep. And I'm like, if if I can find <laughs> here, if I can get a couple of bites here, right. then I know should be same on the other side of the lake. Right. Right. And then lo and behold, I'm like, well, shit, I was right. <laughs> hell yeah dude that's awesome yeah yep all right let's let's shift gears to uh to another kind of fish we're gonna keep talking about just fish not fishing but fish because i said there's american eel we we i looked it up in the thanksgiving special i want to say again i mentioned yep. it and i was like oh yeah there's probably eel at the and i'm like what the hell there's eel turns out these things are everywhere man I didn't know that. Yeah, I. But like, they're they're all over. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where to find them, but I do know that they're not rare. I guess is a good way to say it. Yeah, but I yes. don't. I don't know if I've ever fished a lake that has them. So no, they're not. Well, they're not in lakes. I mean, not not the American eel aren't in oh, lakes. They the actually rivers? live in estuaries. Estuaries. Oh, estuaries. So yeah, rivers. Yeah. Yeah. But it's oh. the. It's the end of the river, the mouth of the river, basically, right? Where the mouth, where the river meets the the ocean, there in that salty, okay. freshwater mix. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I got most of my stuff from uh, FSW again. FSW.org. It's the U.S. Yeah. Fish and Wildlife Services. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you're right though. They are in rivers. Yeah. They're but they're mostly in the in the estuary, salty part. Um, okay. They you know sometimes get into the wetlands and and in crap like that. You know like. Basically, think of Florida. That's what I think of. Yeah. Yep. It's like, that's yep. kind of their... They're not... That's not their only place. Like, of course, or, the, yeah. to bring it back to the Thanksgiving episode, they are up north, and, and we'll get yeah. into that. But I was going to say, like, it's not swampy land, but there's a decent right. amount of spots like that out um, in Washington State, like Seattle and stuff. Like the... Oh, really? Know, Puget Sound might be... Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know that sound. Is I don't. I didn't see that they were. Or is that a sound? I don't know what the hell a sound is technically. I think that's an estuary. You're talking about the other side of the the country now. Yeah. So I'm not. Yeah. A hundred percent on that one. <laughs> I don't know because well because it's called a sound. The Puget Sound. The sound is a type too. So maybe an estuary and a sound are very. I didn't similar. look that up. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I, I don't okay. know. That doesn't matter. I'm dropping shit that doesn't <laughs> have it. I'm just like <laughs> throwing stuff out that's yeah, no. maybe. You're right. Related. But I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even find them on the East Coast. When I when I was looking all this stuff up, it just says the primary habitat is the Atlantic East side um, okay. of the United States. But they go from Greenland all the way to Panama down that east side. Like Oh damn. Yeah. So that's why they're not rare (laughs) and they're still they're still like that's still all considered american eel like that's just the species is just american eel i guess so dude that's what it said like i like i said this is i pulled this i mean the research is all from here and that's what they said they're just like hey they run from here to here and i thought that too i was like so this is that's still american eel then like right i don't know it seems weird to find american eel in greenland but Weird. I guess North American eel is maybe we're just being Americans about the word America. <clears throat> oh yeah, I suppose. Right. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't thinking about that. Yes, there is. That is all still 
America. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, <laughs> never mind. No, I I was doing it too until you mentioned that, and then I was like, wait a minute, this is still like technically it goes from North America to Central America. Like, yeah, so I guess calling it the American Eel makes sense. <laughs> right. Hey, um, I got it. real quick. I just mm-hmm. googled it on my phone just to know. Definition of the sound does not help at all. In geography, a sound is a large sea or ocean inlet, which sounds, you know, like that we're yeah. on the right path. But then it says it's deeper than a bite and wider than a fjord. I don't, it's literally fjord. F, F-J-O-R-D. It's a fjord. Fjord. Is that yep. how you say that? Like Bjorn? Yeah, that's how you say it. I, I have no fucking clue what that means. <laughs> or a narrow sea or ocean channel between two bodies of land. So it's like, it's deeper than a bite, but wider than a fjord. Oh. Now you guys know. When when the acorns are the size of a squirrel's nuts, the yeah, smelt are running. When the, yeah. When the squirrel's ears are wider than a fjord, that's where <laughs> you find the eel. Or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no just go to the estuaries that's where they are oh yep, and, estuaries you know, so i didn't even think about it um because there was mention of them in the great lakes and i'm yeah. looking up and i'm like great lakes what the, oh yeah fuck being yeah. the most inward the most westward body of water is our great lake right like yeah this lake superior i and and think of lake michigan too i just don't think about the fact like oh yeah shit part of the great lakes are actually estuary it was just so weird to read that and like have it sink in being from the central part of the united states and just totally spacing that out right you're just yeah because for us we're like well it's the great lakes are like right there like yeah yeah but then right. you then you think about it, you're like, well, we're like the start of it, and then they span way the fuck east. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, <laughs> ships literally come in from the ocean right. all the way to Minnesota. Right. They got there by coming in from the ocean. You're like, oh yeah, shit. <laughs> right. Just yeah. Oh, whoops, forgot. <laughs> we're just all forgot over it. the place. Yeah, forgot about how Great Lakes work. Forgot about how America works. The <laughs> uh, but we know we know now about sounds, so right. Is it deeper than a bite? We know that much. Hey, deep, yeah, it's way deeper than a bite, probably. Pro- probably. Uh, so the other the weird thing that I learned or that I thought about these fish is because is the you know how salmon, they're, you know how salmon spawn and live like mm-hmm. they're out in the salt water and they live out there and then they come up river. Yeah. Um, Eels do the opposite of that. That's why you find them like in the Great Lakes. Like you go fishing for them in the Great Lakes because that's where they're living. You can just go in there. Then they swim out into the ocean to actually do their spawning. So they're like reverse breeding of salmon. That's like an uncommon so thing. Weird. Isn't it? I, yeah, this is odd. Yeah. Oh. I thought that was super weird. They're not... As uh, like if you're not familiar with American eel, I mean, check out yeah. American eel. Take a peek at them. They don't look the same as like the ocean eels. They're not as right. ugly. I, no. Well, I guess that's subjective. I think an <laughs> I think yeah. an ocean eel is 
ugly shit. Like I think those things look creepy. Like I would not want to get near one. But Mm-mm. an American freak eel, me out, dude. Yeah, an American eel is not that bad. There's something about a ocean eel that like it looks like it has bad intentions. Like its face <laughs> that, looks like, like it's the just jaw? like yeah, it's just sitting there like it's ready for you to get close. Like it's just like make a move, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll bite your hand off. But yeah. an American eel just kind of looks like a fish almost. It's not mm-hmm. in the face, I should say. It's not yeah. that weird. No, describe looking. the whole thing for sure. Because you're, well, I'm right there with you, dude. It's like yeah. ocean eels freak me out, man. Yeah. But this American eel, I'm kind of like, ah, I'd go fishing for that thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that weird looking. But could you imagine, like, I'm sure it still looks like a snake in the water, like how it swims. Oh, probably. And you, and you see those running to the ocean like salmon would. Like you find the oh, right God. river and there's just a million snake things. And you're oh. just like, oh, oh, no, no. It's coming down here for like to sip some water with my life straw. And there's <laughs> snakes everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. I freaking hate things that swim snake like. And I can't stand snakes in the water. It just oh, I don't, freaks snakes, me out, dude. I'm not bothered by reptiles at all so it i'd be like oh my god this is crazy and it looks weird kind of creepy but i'd be i think i'd be fine with it i don't like eels i don't like the their faces but like i said the american eel like if i saw one like a, yeah. if i knew that's what it was then i'd be like mm-hmm. oh look american eel but that being said <laughs> right. when there's that many of them like i don't like i don't mind snakes but right. if there were like 500 of them running through a field i'd be like oh shit get right. the fuck out of here yep you know? <laughs> things in large groups just freaks me out yeah yeah large groups just generally speaking anything. yeah i don't mind ladybugs but i think if you had a horde of them coming at me i'd just be like get the fuck out of here <laughs> ladybugs are coming man this is gnarly <laughs> right yeah and i i want to just i'll describe the the american eel because it's like you're like you said it's like a fish in the front of its head like its head is almost like a fish it's got little little swimmer what are those what are the swimmer fins called like that are just behind the gills yeah i'm not sure do you know i know yeah i know what you're talking about there's one on each side goby actually sit on the bottom and like sit on those like it's almost like their hands they're just like "Eh." like walk with those things kind of and then they just kind of like move forward and then they'll sit again It's funny to watch them swim, but it is funny. Yeah, I'm not so, sure what those yeah, pectoral fins. Maybe that sounds good. Somebody correct us. Pectoral put it in the put in the comments. Somebody correct us. So little swimmer fins behind the. It's like a fish from its nose to behind those fins. It's just like I don't know, like almost like a catfish or something like that. And then oh yeah, it's the dorsal fin and the fin that's underneath the dorsal fin. It just like runs the length of the body all the way back to a pointed tail like a snake like an eel it's an eel but it has it has a fin basically running on the top and the bottom of the entire eely snake part of it and then it's just a catfish in the front almost not quite not like a flat head catfish but it just looks like a fish i mean right hmm. yeah yeah it doesn't it doesn't look that weird it's not that different than like a i actually think that they they're like a more like a better, less menacing looking fish than like a eel pout or a dogfish too. Yeah. Like dogfish have the like, look like armor plated faces. Those things look <laughs> like they fuck you up too. So 
I've heard right. they will. I heard that those are assholes, that they'll just bite you. Really? Yeah, but that's... I've also heard people say that shit about muskies. Oh, right, yeah. You put your feet and, in the water, they'll come and eat it. If you toss a hot dog out, they'll eat your hot dog. Ah, fuck. I, I'm not calling you a liar, but it's pretty hard to get a muskie to bite on a lure. I highly <laughs> doubt they're just coming up and eating hot dogs. And eating hot dogs. <laughs> but I've seen Sonny eat, Sonny's just come up and eat chunks well, of hot dog, too. I've, so seen, I hot mean, do- I've seen Sonny's eat bird shit. The bird <laughs> flies over, drops a turd, boop, and the sunnies are just like, <laughs> they're not very bright. Then eat whatever. They're just That's like, funny. I suck it in my mouth, and if I don't like it, I'll spit it back out. So they're, they're not that hard to catch. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, I didn't read if it was hard to catch the American eel or not. I'd read about how to catch them, and there was actually, dude, it, it comes down to, we've said this a bunch of times on the podcast already, is like, you have to just check your local regs because you have to just figure out how to fish something, how they allow you to fish something. And right. with the the habitat that this thing spans, right? I mean, you could you could be fishing this in one state one day and then the next state the next, and it'll be completely different. And some of them are protected. Like some states have sort of protections on them. Weird. Not that they're endangered, right? Or anything like that. But like, I guess they commercial fished them for a while. And that kind of hit hmm. the population hard, but you can still catch them personally. Okay. Um, but anyways, the what I was getting at there was there's there's just a lot of different ways to to catch them. But I just pretty much was like, yeah, you just fish for them and catfish at the same time. You're you're gonna catch something. Okay. You're gonna catch what you want if you do that. All they're right. just muddy bottom fish. I mean. So they're very catfish like. Yeah. So my comparison to the catfish when the looks in the head was totally part influenced by the fact that, yeah, they're just, they're dirty bottom mud buckets. Well, in different species, I wonder if it's, um, it's even real. I should look into that. Maybe they're even related because there's different species of catfish that have tails like that too, where they have the fin on like all the way around. Yeah. Really? The uh, big ones, but uh, not here, I don't think. Not in America. Overseas. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, yeah, it's weird. We get the American huh. eel is the one that looks like that. And then overseas, their catfish looks like our eel. Fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Just sw- swapping them around. Yep. Um, oh, and to tie it into your, your, um, your walleye. How big was your walleye again? Length? It was just shy of 24 inches. And I was okay. like, I, I, you counted as 24, like when you tell the story, but like if you're being yeah. 100% truth. Well, right. Cause that's what I was talking. I was just like, should I just say 24? Cause I'm like, it'd be weird for me to be like, it's like 23 and, you know, seven what a, yeah, what a seven eights. It's 23 and seven eights. And then I'm just like, I said something and immediately my wife and my sister, if you say 24, it's lying. You're not telling the truth if you say 24. <laughs> I'm just like, God. I'm just like, whatever. And and then everybody came to agree and said, if I say it's just shy of 24 inches, that's not lying. So I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. We'll then say I might it's have just on, shy I'm, of 24. I yeah, think I'm I not, must have lied on your behalf and, right, on Twitter. Which we'll is s- completely fine because that's 
Like, I'm not the kind of person that's just like, I'm going to lie and make it sound like it's bigger than it is. An eighth inch, it's just easier to say 24. How big? 24. Right. How big? It was just shy of 24. Do you see how much less time it took to just say 24? (laughs) I'm not saying it was dude it's the biggest <laughs> thing anybody ever seen you ever been to garrison you see that walleye that they have that big statue it's like 15 feet tall like yeah. 40 feet long it was like that big it was like that big <laughs> is that is that that's actually well, you're not... i'm from the fu- from the future or from the past <laughs> i've right. I came here now i'm in the future and i caught that fish and they made a replica of it in the past. It's a long story. Don't worry about it. But that's my don't worry fish, about so. it. That's my fish, though. Because, <laughs> well, you're not embellishing it each time, too. You're not telling a, a fish story. It was 20, 26 inches. I'm pretty sure. Right. And Twenty-eight. Yeah. Oh, it was thirty. Thirty nope. must have been a thirty-two inch, if I remember right. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> I'm not making anything up. I keep the story exactly it was. It was. I decided to go out in a torrential downpour. There was lightning. I had to fight a tiger and an alligator to get to the boat before I went out there. And then I caught the world record walleye. But then the... With your bare hands. With my bare hands. But the guy that was, you know, keeping record of it was not able to elude the crocodile. So So nobody saw there's no record of it, right? But that's Whatever. the same story you just told like 20 minutes ago. That's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> if you play it back, you will see that I'm telling the truth. And it most likely the big walleye lived in a bite because the bite was deep in, or the sound. Deeper than the sound. The, yeah, the bite was deeper than the sound. So you got to have deep enough water for a fish that big. So, Yeah. But it was estuary for sure. Est- it was estuary, <laughs> and it was definitely. Did I even say what an estuary? I did. In America, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. water. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Fresh water and salt water. The water. Yeah, because we said you said rivers, and I said okay. <laughs> it's a yeah, nice. Like, it's yeah, a nice brine, that. is what it is. Oh, good call. Good call. Yeah. That's probably going to come up in the grilling second half here. Oh, the, oh, so I wanted to talk about your walleye anyways, the size, the size. You said it was about 24. Um, these eels, yes. their average size is about 20. I was like, oh, damn, that's a pretty nice size fish. Then like, yeah, if you to pull something like fish. that in, you'd be like, oh, shit. Right. Uh, yeah, like five to three pounds, three to five pounds, or half half a pound to three pounds. And I'm just like, half a pound. That's got to be kind of tiny. They're, uh, like yeah, pulling a little average. half pound eel seems weird. Their average length is they're so common. Yeah, the most common length. So like you know, the average is about yeah. twenty inches, and, and then like anywhere from pounds. that's kind of light for twenty. In, well, I suppose that's probably that's probably on par with like a a pike. Then oh really? Well, probably I suppose about the same right. They're kind of skinny. Yeah, because like a twenty inch bass would be heavier than three pounds, but sure. a twenty inch northern would be. Probably in that realm. A 20-inch walleye would probably okay. be close as well. Those are relatively skinny. They're like narrow, hydrodynamic kind of thing, which yeah, an eel right. obviously is. Like, I mean, being snake-like. I just, yep. yeah, I never thought about that. 
That's why we talk about this shit. Yeah, a half fun, pound man. would be small, but I suppose that'd be like the equivalent of catching like a bullhead. It's, it'd oh, be the same. Right. It'd be the same species, just a small version of it. You know. Yeah. And I, yeah. I say the same species because a bullhead is technically a catfish, but not the same right. species. So. It, Whatever. No, I know what you mean. You're saying you're you're making the reference back to like how I said that the American eel is kind of catfish like lives on the bottom, muddy right, right. catfish. It's catfishy. And if you're catfish. fishing for both, you know, you're gonna yep. catch one or the other, catfish or an eel. Yep. Um, the biggest one that I found uh this came from the South Carolina DNR. They actually call them DNR there. Um mm. The biggest one that they had recorded, 60 inches almost, 59.8 inches. God Jesus. damn, dude. No shit, right? That's that's huge. Like I know. That's like that's like world record musky territory, man. That's a no monster. Kidding? Yeah, Holy like crap. The, a 60 inch musky is like I don't remember what the record is. It might be right around there, like 61, 62. That's okay. like a 60-pound fish. Jesus. That's a, that's a big, big fish. I don't know Ooh, what yeah. that... I don't know what that eel weighed. Did it say what the eel weighed? No. Um, well, the thing is, is that, yeah, they said 16.6 pounds is like a big one. Yeah. But if if you... they didn't They didn't specify that it was the same one. They just don't. Right. Ha- that's not how they write the the records. That's insane, though. I, dude, to have a, to you're have a tall a guy, so it's a little different for you. But like, if I were to pull that in, that's almost as tall as me. Like, yeah, it'd be. Oh my god, well, dude! The part if you that were I'm pulling find- it over the edge of the boat, could you imagine? <clears throat> yeah, the part that I find most crazy because there are some fish that could get really big, but I sure. don't know of any fish that are like that. Where you're like your average size is three pounds, but this one was sixty. You're like, what the fuck? No, That'd not like sixty you... pounds. Sixteen pounds. 16. Oh, sixteen pounds. But didn't yeah. you say sixty inches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So average is twenty. So this is right. three times bigger. But that literally. So that sixty-inch fish was sixteen pounds. Well, they don't write it exactly like that that's not how the record yeah. it's not like this fish their largest one was this it just that was because that like a 60 inch musky would be like 60 pounds that's like what i'm yeah musky's got big old big like they're thick <clears throat> though they're thick. they are not in... they're a big fish but you'd think that a that a big eel would be pretty big too i would i would be you willing would. to bet that 60 inches he'd be more than 16 pounds i bet you it but was. still i i just don't just, think that even one even, even in length that's still just crazy to me but i, I guess it's like a snake like some right. can just be small but i'm just i can't think of any other fish where it would be like that no where you're like yeah the average size is about this but sometimes they get fucking, <laughs> fucking huge <laughs> <laughs> right it was crazy. I mean, it would the the idea of pulling that thing over the side of the boat to me it was just freaking freaking me out because it's like that's five feet of fish that you have to like pull in and it's like a rope. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like weird. That's probably, that's so probably weird. why they were commercial fished. Oh, uh, yeah, 
also probably why that doesn't really have a weight. Like I, we can't say for sure that the 60 inch one was the 16 pounds because you're right. They probably oh, got yeah. pulled out commercially. They saw it was huge, measured it, threw it in the pile. So fuck it. Yep. They're like, wow, that's the biggest one we've ever seen. We're right. going to make extra money off of this fucker. Throw yep. it in yep. the back. Yep. <laughs> Measure it, throw it in. It was yep. weird. They, they were, they're mostly exported is what it said when they're for food. I was just like, I wonder, wonder what would make them an export. It didn't get into that part, but maybe it said the, they were exported mostly. Maybe the Asian countries like it. Yeah. Seems Maybe. like a kind of fish that they would eat. Yeah, because there is like eel over there for sure. Like when you, like yeah. you said, sushi, you know? Right. Yeah. Actually, right. did you say that on the podcast or was that pre podcast? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't, I know. I think I did because I think you picked up your beer and then I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I want beer, but I can't because yep. I got heartburn. That's what it was. Yeah. So they got eel. They're eating eel over there. I like eel, eel sushi. In fact, that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this American yeah. Eels. One, to figure out, like, is it possible? It's like, shit, it's not super easy for us because we have to go, you have to go to an estuary to get it. It's not, right. it's not freshwater at all. That's why, like, in the Thanksgiving podcast, it was all, you know, that's all East Coast estuary shit. That's all right. coastline. Mm-hmm. So, oh, well. Um, I did look up the, fi- the eating part of it, though. Um, ultimate fishing, ultimate dot fishing. That's their web address. Good web address, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Article by Rebecca, I'm going to say, Yoki, uh, from 2015. Uh, she wrote, Hit us up, Becky, that, if it's not your name, let us know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Just sounded, For real. just sounded right to call her like by the nickname and just go with the southern accent. <laughs> Rebecca Yoki, Becky, if this ain't your name, let us know, girl. We'll, we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> let you know. Let people know, not let you know. You know your fucking name. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, um, I I I want to apologize real quick. I'm trying to keep it together. My son had an earache last night. I did not oh. sleep much at all, and then working in this. If anybody's oh, listening geez. to this from a different state, I am a delivery driver, and it was 97 degrees real temp, and it's hotter mm-hmm. in the tin box that I have to drive around all day that has. Oh, yeah not even a fan there's it's no not just no ac there's no fan yep. so i'm a bit burnt out right now and i didn't even <laughs> know i was like sweating that hard outside i went out to like pump up the pool and stuff and i came back mm-hmm. in and i had a gray shirt on and i'm like drenched like i'd been worked it out i walked into oh, the bathroom man. and i walked right back out to my wife and i'm like jesus christ i didn't know i looked this bad and she's just like mm-hmm. you look like shit <laughs> but no sorry I every once in a while I catch myself just like saying some shit and I'm just like what I just need to stop talking I I meant to have a cup of coffee before we started this and I didn't and ironically the anti-caffeine has got me just rambling off at the mouth saying nonsense (laughs) where you'd think it'd be the opposite so anyways sorry to derail everything I'm just like sorry I'm just doing a southern accent and talking to becky like what is going on with me i'll try to keep it together (laughs) you're doing fine man you're doing fine i actually i this i took this note 
And I specifically wanted to ask you because it said in in this article, uh, it said a number six or a number two hook with a leech and a worm. That's how you go get them. And I'm just like, yeah, a leech or worm at the bottom of a river or, you know, yeah, yeah. catfish, True. eel. That's how you get it. What is number six, number two? What the hell does that mean, Tim? I don't well, That's know. why I made, if, if you're watching this, that's why I made that face because the number six and the number two, those are sizes. Yeah. And if... Um, the smaller the number, uh-huh. the bigger the, the bigger hook. the hook. Yeah. Yes. Until you yep. go the other okay. way. I think we talked about this on the podcast before. I made a reference to it being mm-hmm. like the the rankings in Virtual Fighter. Yes. Where yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I remember like this. It's all sounded familiar bigger, as you're saying. Yeah. Once you get to the bigger ones, then it's like one out, two out, three out, the higher the number and that. Yes. It gets bigger. But the hook size, a number two is bigger than the number six. But the reason I made the face is because there's also a number four. They're just like, Mm -hmm. you go number two or number six. None of that number four (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's just weird that they skip that size. Right, right. You could have said it should. Have, I swear that's what it said. Or, but it, maybe it was between a six and a two. Either way, oh, it's maybe just, it's just <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> but right. yeah, number a number two and a number six, like they're just sizes. I don't know offhand how big it is. Number six would be like closer to like a walleye hook. That's not a very big hook. Okay. And number two would be decent. Number two is the size I was just catching crappie on. I think I had a number four. Mm. And mm-hmm. I was missing some hookups, so I went to the slightly bigger hook of a number two. So, oh, they're you know, pan. Yeah. Well, number well, number four is probably like a good panfish size, like an all around panfish. Crappies have pretty okay. mou- big mouths, right. so I went with a number two. A number six would be pretty small for pretty a crappie, small. but it'd be fine for a sunfish. Eh. Probably small for a sunfish, too, because then you're going to deal with a lot of sunfish swallowing the hook. Well, actually, that's what I was going to ask you is like they basically said or in this article again was that they they inhale, which, you know, catfish do those. But that's kind of what those bottom. Oh, fish yeah. Do. Yeah, right. Those bottom fish. It. They yeah, sit they there and they suck just. It. Yeah, they suck in everything and then they like expel the dirt and just kind of like keep mm. the actual food and the, the food. shit that they're mm-hmm. sucking in i don't okay i don't know the science behind how they actually do that but they just right. like they literally they're called bottom feeders because they're like sucking everything in that mm-hmm. is the bottom they just suck right. in the shit and then push the dirt back out that's why the ground is so dirty in lakes to have a bunch of carp and stuff because the carp and the catfish are they're down mm-hmm. there literally sucking in the dirt and pushing yeah. the shit back out into the water. Yeah. And they're mucking it up. And that's what, yeah, we've mucking talked about it. that with carp before. They're literally yep. like mucking it up. Uh, so would the way they inhale it, would that change the way the hook? Like, could you just use a smaller hook because they're just going to suck it in basically and you're going to probably snag them. But it did say, you know, just try to pull fast, try to react quickly. So you're not just pulling up inhaled hooks. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably. I would assume that maybe it's just like, you know, like a more finesse presentation. Like if oh. they're if they're more pressured, mm-hmm. like a bigger hook, sometimes the will scare away the fish. 
Oh. And walleye are known to be spooky. Sure. That's why a lot of people, when they use a live bait presentation for a walleye, mm-hmm. they have really small hooks. Oh. Because the smaller hook doesn't seem to spook the walleye. And that's why you just like let them chew on it. Like if you ever see anybody fishing like a, a Lindy rig is there's a couple of different ways you could do it, but it'd be basically like a hook with a tagline that goes to a swivel. Okay. There'd be a sinker on there that can move and there's like a swivel on the other end. So where you're dragging it, the weight's there, but if the fish bites it, you can let it go and it'll pull the line freely through that weight. You just kind of let them eat it with that little tiny hook. And then you set the hook and you reel it in. But if they're more yeah. aggressive than a walleye, you know, and they mm-hmm. inhale in it right away. Right. I think you could probably get away with a bigger hook. Sure. But I don't really know, you know, I guess it's just personal preference. It's just like me with the crappies. Oh, I was like sure. a number four would catch them, but I was missing mm-hmm. fish. So I went to a number two. Oh, that's when sure. like we were talking about the circle hooks, the octopus circle hook okay, would probably yeah. come in handy because of the way it hook sets. Like they could eat it and then you just reel it up and just kind of like slides out of the mouth and sets the hook on its way out. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So now we want to go fishing uh, for yeah, we, uh, like I think trying we're different to, things. We're going to have to make a trip to an estuary. That's Sounds deeper sweet. than a bite and figure this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the dude. So to, to go into the food thing about the American eel, because now the, the hook, the fishing for them is, you know, you can trap them and you can, you can do other things, but I will stick with the fishing line, just the, straight up angling for them because that's yeah. kind of what we know. So I think like that, I like that method and just thinking about that. But then once you catch one, you got to eat it. I mean, that's what I think. And they also said, you know, like, yeah, you kind of, if you go fishing for them, you're probably going eating for them because of the way that they inhale, right? You're, it's not going to oh, yeah, survive. It's probably like, not going to survive if you catch one. Right. Yeah. The same, like the reference I was making to the sunfish, if you use too small sure. a hook. They're swallowing mm-hmm. it, and if they're swallowing it, they're probably not going to make it. Right. Yeah, bad news. I right. mean, yeah. But yeah, that's a. Uh, so I suppose that's kind of the same for catfish. I don't know anybody sure. that catches and releases that shit. You're out there, right. Trying to catch food. Right. Yep. For sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> catch and release would be. I mean, unless you get a monster, but then. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I, I just started <laughs> thinking about catching huge catfish and like how the, people are noodling and things like that. But that's right. a whole different other topic. I got to keep us on track here. Uh, so killing them to eat them and we're getting long anyway. So it's time to wrap it up. Eating them, killing them. We're going to turn this straight into the second half that is going to be about grilling for the and summer. Murder. And, and murder. No, <laughs> No, not a bummer. Um, but it, it seriously, this this cleaning and killing thing was so weird because they're slimy. Like, why wouldn't they be their snake, right? Blech. Right. Um, it said, put them in a pail with a bunch of salt. Like, mm. what? Like you're killing snails? Like you're a fucking six year old kid with salt out there just killing snails? What the fuck, dude? I guess they're like dry the fucking thing out, cure yeah. it right away. 
I don't know. Just throw it in a pail, throw some salt on it. It'll just dry out. I'm like, oh, oh no. I've never heard of that, like with any other kind of fish. Yeah, I know. But I guess, I don't know. Maybe that yeah. is something people do with other fish. I've never done it. No. It Maybe it makes sense, though. Like, I, I, I do deal with a lot of slime. I just always have a hose, and you just kind of, like, wash it off. But maybe sure. salt gets rid of all that stuff. That's I what it said. It says that if you put... Because the salt will just kill it. I mean, I'm thinking it's also drowning because it's, like, after a couple hours, and I'm just like... yeah. How fucking long can this thing live outside of water? I didn't get that in this article or right. in, in all my research. I didn't get it. But, but they live in estuaries where they're just like, yeah, it lives in part salt water, but too much oh. salt. It, uh, that's because there's know. no water. It's just salt. Like I like guess, a yeah. You just pour, yeah, like you it, just pour yeah, salt suppose, on top of it. I suppose anything that lives in salt water, if it was just salt, they'd, just, they'd still just be like, what the fuck, dude? Right, right, right. And I, you, you would think, and I don't know, but you'd think that the, the slime has something to do with it. Because it did say that the slime comes off then basically. Like you kill it that way and then you just rinse it off and it's not slimy anymore either. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, right. okay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. I should look into that. Maybe that's something I could do. Like with just, slimy fish, like with pike here? Yeah, just bring... Well, I got myself... My limit of crappie today, and get a now I got a bucket and some Mortons, and I'm just gonna salt these fish, right? And then I'm gonna clean them. Maybe it will work. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Not I don't sure know. I've never heard of it. So I definitely had to bring again. it up. <laughs> <laughs> I caught on to that, and I was just like, Tim's getting sorry. Tim's just going off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, you kind of clean it like catfish or whatever. They like smoking it. Uh, kind of like all rough fish, right? We've talked about carp. Smoking carp is like a big thing. Um, they're high in fat, so you have to. So like that part spoils really quickly. So you oh. kind of have to take care of them real fast. So that was that was a pretty cool thing that I that I learned. Those would smoke. And good. then what's they're that? High, those would probably smoke really good then, because like the salmon mm. are high in fat. Oh right, salmon is like the best smoked fish there is. So right, right, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that. No wonder smoking it must be the like, right is is the more favorite way of doing it. Yeah, um, yeah. Did you know? So it said that mercury is higher in the skin. So keeping the skin on is like, yeah, whatever. But you know, don't eat too much of it. Is do you know if that's true? Is that a generalization of fish that there's more mercury in the skin? Than really, there is in the rest of the fish. I I really had no idea. I don't. I've never. I don't eat skin. Like I don't. I okay. don't. I've never cooked the fish where you, you know, keep the skin on and just descale mm-hmm. it. So I have sure. no idea. I've never looked into it. I always fillet it, clean off yeah. the skin. So you're just eating the meat. Perfect. So. Perfect Ooh. transition because I do want to talk about that. That's actually in my grilling goals this year is to talk about that. The skin on, skin off, that sort of situation. So perfect transition because we're going to go from the American eel, grilling it, smoking it, all that fun stuff, straight over into topic two where we're just going to talk about summer grilling goals, tips, if we got any, and just we're going to do that for the next 30 minutes. So don't go anywhere come right back 
I wanted to do that. I just wanted to do that like <laughs> old school transition <laughs> no. of like, hey, don't go anywhere because when we get back, I just yeah, yes, <laughs> stay tuned, people. Yes, <laughs> guys and gals. I was trying to think of something else to call men and women that are listening, but I couldn't think. I'm my brain not good. You're not. Now. You're not. You're not sharp as a tack today. I get it, man. Yeah. So words let's let's get into the second half working. then this grilling. This this grilling and stuff like that. We'll, yeah. we'll start talking about it. Ready? 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 Okay. Let's take the break. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Real AFTV podcast, a show about fishing random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. We're in part yep. two, yep. the random take. We're just talking about summer grilling, or as 50 Cent would say, summertime, it's the grilling season. It's hot at this bitch. It's a good enough reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, grilling. That's what he <laughs> would say if he was talking about grilling. <laughs> <laughs> if he was talking about grilling. Yep. G-Unit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> grilling. <laughs> Is that what G unit stands for? A grill unit? Yeah, the grill unit. <laughs> oh, I thought so. I wasn't sure, but now that you say it, huh? That's exactly <laughs> what it stands for. When you see me, if you're real, you know how to how to grill unit. <laughs> <laughs> So if you if you are doing the whole, hey, we drop on our off week now, we drop the fishing topic on Wednesday, and we drop our random take on Friday. So if you're listening to this on Friday night, and it's just the grilling topic, there's more. Go back and listen to the full episode. Where Check it out. Just look us up. First half over there. Yep. It's over there. It's just over there. Just check it out. Because we made the transition by talking about a eel. And how it's decent on the grill, smoking it and stuff like that. And I wanted to talk about uh, cooking fish with the skin on, on the grill, because that's actually something I've never done. Just I've never even cooked yeah. fish with the skin on. But salmon is super good for that, mm-hmm. right? Yes, and because you brought that up, if you listen, if you go back and listen to the first half, you'll learn I'm a fucking liar. I've totally cooked fish. <laughs> With the skin on before. I forgot about salmon. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I've never done it with any of the fish that I've caught. I fillet okay. it, you know, but yeah, like I that's what you bought meant. salmon with the skin on and I totally, it's way easier to grill salmon with the skin on because you don't have to worry about like charring that side. If the skin gets a little bit mm-hmm. dark, I'm not going to eat the skin, you know? Yeah. You just pick the meat off the skin, so... Is that how you do it too? Like, cause you can, you can yeah. cook, like you can just char the skin so much on a fish that it becomes edible. Oh, yeah. You know, it's almost like a crunchy yeah. just part of the fish now. How did you do it? Yeah. I think you can probably eat the skin, but I just didn't eat it. I just picked it right off. Mm. I, uh, yeah, I ate mm-hmm. it straight up on the grill. I have a, nice. like a pizza pan type deal that has holes in it. So the smoke can come through and oh, I just, yeah. Cool. So it's like a round I got you. pizza pan. I don't know, 12 inch probably. Mm-hmm. And it has holes in the bottom, so the 
so it gets that flavor and yeah, i just dude. i just cooked it on that like it's you just really, threw the salmon skin on just seasoned it up and threw it skin on right on the thing like that i didn't i don't think i preheated the the pan i just put it directly over the coals and then just cooked it up it's awesome oh shit dude salmon's dope like it's hard salmon to screw so it up dope dude yeah my so least good. favorite way is like broiling it in the oven with like lemon and stuff which isn't it's not bad but i think it's way better like grilled or i've mm-hmm. pan fried it before that's awesome oh, nice. smoking it is clearly like <laughs> you don't clearly you know it's not seven dollars at walmart for a chunk like that because it sucks it's awesome right yeah Yep. A chunk like a deck of cards, I should say. Not everybody can see me. I keep forgetting that. Because <laughs> we have video now. Yes. And I'm like watching myself. I forget uh-huh. that I know. not everybody can <laughs> Like this isn't what you're going to get. Not right. for everybody. Doing it for both because still we have the podcast feed too. We're still learning. And that's also part of the reason why we're holding off on the video. That's part of the reason why I don't want to just go live on YouTube with the po- video podcast because we are still learning it. <laughs> and right. I think that. I think that it's we're not just gonna go, hey, we're on video now, and then we'll forget. Like I wanted, I want to hold off, and I wanted us to hold off and just kind of learn the technology, but also kind of learn the technique by we're by knowing that we're not just feeding this straight to YouTube. Right. I think it helps. I think it's helping us. Anyways, back to I don't I don't I don't want to stick on the fish just yet because I want to bring it back to the fish near near the end. Um, I'm gonna make. Because you're talking about the smoker, it made me want to transition into this one. I'm going to make a smoked mango barbecue sauce this summer. Oh, that sounds nummy. Yeah. Never never smoked fruit. It's possible, though. I mean, it'll be fine. I'll just put it in the smoker. It'll be fine, right? I've grilled fruit before. Never smoked it. No shit. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Tell me more. Yeah, I've grilled pineapple. I've grilled... Nice. Peaches and apricots. Really? Yeah. It's oh, awesome, dude. man. Like you put, yeah, you put uh, brown sugar on the peaches oh, or the apricots. Oh. Maybe they're one and the same almost. I don't know if we did the they're same similar thing fruits, I think. Yeah, they're very close. But yeah, you just put the brown sugar on them and yeah. then grill them. And they're not, you know, you put the coals far enough away. If you have a grill that you can adjust, the ones that I've done it, it was up north. And my dad has a bigger grill where you can crank down the coals. So it's. You're talking. You know, char- you get, uh, so you have a charcoal grill. Charcoal. With, yep. With yep. like a. A deck Unless, inside it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like a, it's a tray where all the coals sit on. And then you can crank that up and down. Like the, nice. the, the grill rack itself stays still. But yep. then you can raise and lower the coals. The coals. So we just oh, yeah. So, so we just lowered cool, it down. Dude. So you're getting that like grill flavor, but uh-huh. it's just a heat. It's basically just kind of like bacon in there, like an oven. Damn. But it's getting that grill flavor. Yeah, they're right. pretty good. And then we had it with ice cream too. You know, so you got grilled. Oh, is that what you did it with? Pe- is that yeah, what you grilled? Grilled peaches with brown sugar, and then you make that shit a la mode. And then the pineapples were just like. That's just kind of like the same as like ham, you know, when you're mm, cooking the pineapple, yeah, you just, sure. you just brown it up. Like mm-hmm. that one was more like a direct heat where it just kind of like 
caramelize the sugars in the pineapple a little bit. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. I want to I want to do that. I didn't put it on the list, but I'm actually going to like put that on my list of things to do. I actually kind of want to make like a Hawaiian burger. It's been something I've been Ooh. thinking about for a while where like have a nice, you know, decent sized patty, try to make it almost like a double burger where I want to have like a decent sized patty and then mm-hmm. cut try to cut the same thickness pineapple and throw that on the grill. Oh, yeah. And make almost like a double patty and somehow make it, you know, more Hawaiian flavor or whatever. But yeah, I, for, I forgot about that. But I've never done the fruit thing before, ever. Yeah, it's good. Nice. I would I'm, I'm, into, I'm going to try to do it this summer. That That's on my summer goal. I'm adding it to my summer grilling goals list now for sure. Yeah. Just and, look into the prep work because I feel like one of them we yeah. had to like soak it or whatever. I think we forgot to do a step oh. the first time and they weren't great. Like, so like we, it needed we, more water actually, huh? Yeah, to to hold up twice. to the heat of the grill? No, it was like it just needed like the flavor to like more like permeate like the sugar to mm. get in there to break it down or whatever. I can't remember oh. exactly what it was, but the first time we were just like, these are not that great. Or or we had the heat too close and I had to pull them off too fast and they were like kind of hard. Like when oh. you cook them, I think they got a little bit more soft or whatever. I can't remember mm-hmm. what we did exactly, but so just you're make saying sure. when you, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say just to make sure that you're you're doing it right, and maybe watch mm-hmm. somebody on YouTube. I find that like when I look at the recipes on YouTube, that people are closer mm-hmm. to legit. Like sometimes when it's written word, for some mm-hmm. reason their like timings all off on some of them. They're just like, you're going to oh, put it yeah. on the grill for three minutes. Mm-hmm. And three minutes later, you look at it and you're like, this hasn't done shit. Right. What? Three minutes? <laughs> you have the hottest grill in the world? I don't understand. <laughs> Nothing has happened to these peaches yet. Nothing. So, <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, but on YouTube, it's like they can't fake it almost. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's almost like some of the posts out there, somebody regurgitating somebody else's. Like, Somebody else's stuff. Know, they mm-hmm. said to do this. Did they say three minutes? I think it was three minutes. But on YouTube, right. they're just like, uh, yeah, it's been in the grill for 15 minutes now. Let's check it out. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like right. they can't they can't fuck it up because they just did it. They're, they're telling you what they did as <laughs> right, they're right. doing it. So It's like real time. And then they're just editing right. the 15 minutes out and saying like, hey, this I just did it. This is how long it took. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, the... So the smoking the the mango barbecue because I love I love mangoes they're so good, um, mm-hmm. and that's what made me think about doing the mango the smoked mango because I want yeah. I make barbecue like I've made barbecue sauce now from scratch, and none of that ketchup bullshit by the way I'm fucking there's no ketchup oh, in my barbecue sauce. Those those annoy the shit out of me when you look I at it. I fucking hate just like, those recipes, dude. Yeah, there's so many of them. They're just like you're like, how do you make your barbecue sauce? And they're just like this that. You're gonna need a lot of ketchup. Like, what the fuck? We're just making, we're just mixing other sauces. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to actually make something. Like, if I'm gonna use store bought sauces like ketchup, I might as well just go buy barbecue sauce. What the hell are we doing (laughs) here? That's exactly the same way I felt about it, and that's also why this mango one came up. Is because I've never even really seen mango barbecue sauce, but like, I love mango salsa and stuff on my like summertime shit. And I yeah. just thought, like, oh, dude, I'm 
trying i'm trying to make a mango barbecue and then for some reason it just flipped and i'm like oh smoked mango barbecue sauce i'm gonna marinate a mm. fucking chicken in that mm, i'm Ooh. so excited yeah i'm gonna That'll make be, that mm. chicken it takes all day to make a barbecue chicken, sauce that's chicken a with a sweet and smoky like right if you can get sweet and smoky like pretty much any combination of that works with chicken mm. yeah that's why i want to do it for sure yeah. What time is it? <laughs> it is time. 11.30. That's kind of late to go fire up the grill, I guess. <laughs> but, um, I'm really just like, man. I'm going to go light up now the grill. Get some things going. Go, I know. You want to go grill right now. <laughs> I just That's the point, I guess. If you're grilling, you share it with us, please. We want to interact with you, and I want to see your grill. Like... Show me your grilling beer and your barbecue chicken. I want to see it. We're on yes. all the social medias. Just look us up. R E L A F T V. We're all there. We will we will chat back with you. Yep. Trust me, you're gonna be seeing some grilling beers this summer on oh, the social media. Grilling. Yes. Cause <laughs> I am oh, I'm full in. And we've been we've been looking into getting a propane grill too. I'm a charcoal oh, guy, yeah. but just with my job, I'm like, man, it would be dope sure. to just come home and be like, now we're grilling. Now we're grilling. Oh, turn into a song. I wasn't trying to, but like that tick, 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 it just just hit me, right? Oh, I know. I know. That was great. Dude, you know what I saw? I felt it. I saw an Instagram one where they turned on the pilot light and the tick was the perfect uh thing to start the tricky song the run dmc it was just like (laughs) and some ladies just like i can't remember the the words to that verse part the exactly i know the the very beginning of it the very beginning yeah yeah (laughs) it was perfect (laughs) perfect awesome (laughs) oh so i want to make brats i'm going to home make brats because i have some pig oh. intestine just sitting in the freezer i want to do that because we have pork and we have the intestines and stuff like that mixing some veggies do you grill brats i do at all yeah yeah but a lot it depends on what kind they are and i boil them first that's what i was gonna say dude yeah. that's the trick right yeah you have boil, to boil them first yeah yeah it really depends on who you are you know like okay if it's my parents, we're boiling them first because we need to make sure everything's cooked. They like every, like my dad prefers stuff well done like mm-hmm. that. But for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. if I grill up a fat brat and it's a little bit pink in the middle, I don't give a shit. I, yeah, I'll eat it. So, yeah, pork's actually not yeah. that bad anymore anyway. It's no, the pork, grind that you actually have to worry yeah. about. So, if I'm grinding it and making it myself, I yeah. know where the meat was. I know when it came out of the right. freezer. Like I know everything about it. It's yep. not that big of a deal. Yeah, exactly. It depends on where it comes from. Because if you ever see like top tier chefs make pork, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. they cut that shit open, it is pink in the middle. It's pink. Like it's still pink. Pink. Yep. pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they definitely aren't getting it to a very hot temperature on right. the inside. So right. yeah, it you don't have to cook it as hot as chicken. But some no, people... no. Actually, if I remember all my training correctly, pork is one forty only. Like it only needs to be one forty. Right. Don't quote yep. me on that, Internet. Yep. Go look it up yourself before yeah. you go eating some raw pork. 
But, but I think that's because, what pork is recommended. Yeah, but pork, because people were giving it the nickname of the other white meat, people are thinking they got to cook it like chicken. You're just like, no. <laughs> it's the <laughs> no, other no, white no, no. meat. No. When it turns white like that, it's overdone. Yeah. So chill on that, unless it's a brat. You can boil a brat, and then when you see that thing turn white, it's perfect. Then bring that yeah. out and throw it on the grill. Get your grill marks and that grill flavor. Mm. Oh, that's the yep so good you have to you have to go hit it on the hot hot grill and just get those sear marks on that skin so yep. good the, how do you how do you boil your brats before you throw them on the grill though because we learned from uh tyler the food he's on the food network tyler yeah. forget his fucking name he he taught us a technique where you bring you know how when water's boiling you can see the bubbles but they're not like they're just yep. forming on the bottom Yep. That's what he taught us. How do you do it? Is that what you do? Oh, no, I don't. I, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Is that mm. so like it doesn't like boil out the juices or whatever? So it doesn't. Yeah, like, actually it, it's cook like it? you'll. Yeah, you'll never pop the skin if you keep it that way. So it takes longer. <laughs> oh, okay. And you have to watch it. But like the skin will never break when you do that. That makes much. sense. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I normally like I've had trouble with the skin breaking on brats that's more of a hot dog deal i guess so i Mm. really i don't know i turn it on and i shut it off right away so maybe i'm kind of doing almost the same thing oh like i get it to boiling and i put the brats in and then i kill Mm -hmm. the temp like it doesn't need to get that like you cut the heat right there as as soon as it's boiling yeah i know the water's hot enough to like start cooking it through because even if it doesn't get fully cooked through i'm like you know i can see that the cooking process start started mm-hmm. right and once yeah. i throw it on the grill it should finish it up so i yeah. never really thought about it too much but i'll have to try nice. that next time yeah how do you not pop okay so that's always i've always had that problem with brats it's like um <laughs> look it up dad grilling is a thing which is what you just said <laughs> about your dad over grilling so dad grilling it's a thing let's let's oh, yeah. not be he those dads everything. tim we're not those dads he my dad is just like one of those dudes that loves the burnt flavor too like he's no, sure he's just like you know wants his hot dog or hamburger anything like keep it on even the hamburger my wife likes the hot dogs cooked a lot same with her sure. marshmallows or whatever but my dad's like mm-hmm. looking at the burger patties the last time i grilled he's like any of these darker i'm like no i fucking grill <laughs> like a boss these are perfect <laughs> i guess i can go throw one back on for a while <laughs> if you want me to just let it sit there and turn to a puck i can do that for you Dad. right um but no what i was saying though is like i've always heard that about you know brats is that you'll get a brat and it just has that huge split down the side it just popped open because they have yeah if you get a good brat like the ones that i want to make it'll be real casing and that casing just snaps oh and yeah, I just had a grill out not too long ago that I was at, and it just was like a split. It was like the brat was just a bun because it was just split yeah. so heavy down the side of it. That's weird. Yeah, I, I can't know. believe you've never seen that or done it. Wow, you're like it you are just a grill boss. When it when it's like regular casings, I don't it doesn't do it for me. Huh? But I guess I I don't know. Like I Maybe have I'm that, getting more synthetic casing yeah, than I thought I was. I get the splits on like when there's no casing on like an Oscar Mayer or like a ballpark. Some of those will split hmm. on the sure. side. But if it's like casing like a brat or like an ambassador hot dog, I don't have the splitting. 
Damn. issues. Like we like almost always have to use a fork to poke mm-hmm. it because none of the casing has busted and huh. like we'll poke it with the fork before we eat it because that first bite the juice is gonna be like you just fucking sp- burn your fucking mouth off you yeah, can't even so taste the rest of it poke poke the hot dog with the or the brat with a fork to relieve some of that pressure so yeah I right I really don't think I've I can't remember splitting a brat I don't I don't know maybe you're just that I, fucking good dude I have I have no answers there's I guess it's, <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time and I don't really think about it oh yeah I guess so and you were the first one to show me um, this this technique of the oil on the grill. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Explain that. Explain that yeah. for the people. So if you before you grill, like, because you can't spray first of all. <laughs> yeah, you can. It, well, it's just like there is it, a such thing as grill spray, but it's well, even like with regular Pam and stuff, it's flammable. So take your, you know the. This is not a call to action. Don't be like, go grill. Do it. See what happens. No, I'm, don't do it. it don't do it. It. Might, it might ignite and then you have problems. But Right. Um, so I take like a paper towel mainly. And what I do is I have like the, not a ramekin, but like a little glass dish. I can't remember what they call and I'll yeah, put, they're just tiny little glass bowls. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what put, I use too. Yeah, and I put a little oil in there, and I do it once the the grill is hot. I'll use the wire brush to like clean the grate first, mm-hmm. but then I go out there and I use a tongs and I just wipe that oil onto it, and it cleans right the grill grate, the grate. But then it also like lubricates it, so you can put your meat and you'll be able to flip it easier later, and you can do it with like vegetables and stuff. I've seen it done with onions, Mm. like grab Mm -hmm. an onion, dip it in the oil and then use that to put the thing on for a little extra flavor or whatever. Hot tip. I love that one. I never even thought about it, but it makes so much sense. Yeah. I've never done it because I don't have an onion sitting around just to (laughs) chop it and have to put oil on it, but (laughs) I have paper towels handy all the time. (laughs) Right. <laughs> you gotta come over for the video one on patreon.com slash real life TV to get that joke. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, paper towels um, uh, you could use it for oh, a lot no. of stuff. Like when you slap a baby up again. Uh oh. Okay. So anyways, we had a little break there. I don't know if it's gonna transition or not. <laughs> okay. The the oil. So the oil on the grill. You were telling me like you use like a paper towel or something like that. Um, yep. I was I was looking up oils for that because like the the smoke point of oil, right, yeah. is different depending on the kind of oil and stuff like that. Yeah. Um been watching a lot of the Good Eats lately because we got Discovery Plus. So I've been like watching Good Eats reloaded and stuff like that. Alton's right. been using a lot of avocado oil and I'm like, Jesus, what? They mm. make avocado oil? That, yep. that shit has a smoke point of 520 degrees, dude. Yeah, dude. It's good shit, but it's more expensive too. So, is it expensive? It's not super expensive. It's just like I, I don't know if they have it readily available at Costco, and I buy canola oil from Costco oh, in bulk. Nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I looked that's up canola oil because that's what we use to deep fry 
Yeah. And for the most part. And so I looked up canola oil and veggie oil. They're the same thing, basically like 400 to 450. And I just was thinking to myself, I'm like, does it matter? Is it good for the grill? Like is one way or the other, like having a smoke point or not, or doesn't even, is it just like, who gives a shit you're grilling? It's outside. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Like if it, if it, if, I guess if the smoke point's higher, maybe it stays more oily and actually like coats it better, you know, maybe you get oh, better. Yeah. Like it's not just non-stick. burning off right away. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I would think I that my grill grates, like when I'm starting it up, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that those things are over 500 degrees. So I Oh know. yeah, for sure. That's why I actually wanted to, or that's why I looked up the temperatures yeah. of the different, of like a few oils that I had in my head that, that I've been catching um, and watching good eats. And I was just like, I wonder if that's got to make a difference. So I just started Googling, like, what's the smoke point of avocado and peanut oil? And like, because uh, I know Alton's broken that down before in some deep frying episodes. And mm. so, uh, yeah, that was the whole reason why I, I wanted to bring it up is because I was just curious if, if you have tried it and experimented with it since you were the one who showed me the whole oil right. technique on the grill anyway. No, I've only used canola because that's just always what I have on hand. But I right. have thought about using other ones. I just never have the other oils mm-hmm. with me. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I have thought about it. like even the flavor and stuff. Like peanut oil can make oh, your man. food taste different if you deep fry it. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, peanut oil, like if the flavor, I never really taste the oil, but I was like, peanut oil might be good, like with burger patties. Like it takes oh. on the, like a little bit of a nuttiness. A little bit of a nutty flavor, yeah. But I don't know for sure. I'd yeah, I guess I'm not 100% that. either. I don't, I don't think there's enough to really make the difference in the flavors. So I've never really yeah, on the grill, too much like mind just, to it. Yeah, just lubing up the grill is probably not that, doesn't make that big of a difference. Right, yeah. I think the charcoal yeah, no. does a lot of heavy lifting for the flavor, so... <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. So on that top, uh, on that note, the charcoal grill—that's usually what you have, or is that all—that's all you have right now. That's all I have. Because all I have is yep. propane. Yeah, all I have is charcoal. All I've ever had is charcoal. I've used propane grills Damn. before, but I don't own one. Never have. Really? Which I'm not against them. I just right. prefer charcoal. And now that like the time constraints are such mm-hmm. that charcoal just takes longer because I have the chimney, you know, you put, yeah. Oh, to, like to start the space on right? the bottom. You put all the mm-hmm. coals on the top, put some paper or whatever on the bottom, light that thing mm-hmm. up and it'll light all the coals to make sure that they're all lit. So you don't have any dead spots and then you dump mm-hmm. it out in your thing. Mm-hmm. It takes about the same amount of time to light as your regular coals do, you know, when you put a shit ton of lighter fluid, it saves so much lighter <laughs> fluid too with the chimney. Barely so use much any lighter, lighter fluid. fluid, dude. Yeah, I barely use any lighter fluid with the chimney because I just have to light the paper on the bottom. The fire starts the coals and then the it just, the coals in the bottom that get lit just eventually light all of them and, uh, yep. and there you go. But, no, they're the best. Yeah. I, I, watching it, just working yeah. with other people, other people's charcoal grills and watching that thing and just like oh my god if you don't have a chimney you're you're not charcoaling right because no i walk by now in the neighborhood since it's grilling season i'm just walking the dog and i can smell all the lighter fluid and i'm just like and i know the lighter fluid burns off but you're just like whoa dude well plus this for whatever reason you put all that lighter fluid on it 
and there's still like four coals over in the corner that didn't start. And you're like, what the hell? I put half a bottle of lighter fluid in here. How did those not start on fire? Yep. And I've never had that with the chimney. Uh, no. They all light every time. Yeah, it's so good. So, I love but it. But it takes, it takes like an extra 20 minutes just to get the coals going. So oh, to have that sure. propane is going to be sweet to just walk home and turn mm-hmm. it on and then yeah we're it's grilling. super convenient yeah it, de- it definitely doesn't give the same flavor but it's still it's so convenient and delicious and still tastes yeah. grilled yeah well because it's still it's still doing what it needs to do to the steak you know right yeah still getting and, the char on the skin yep and it's still mm-hmm. a healthier way to cook too you know pan frying you're normally like cooking it in something or mm-hmm. whatever or even in the its own fat mm-hmm. where right. on the grill like all that stuff is running off is so. dripping off and burning and yeah yeah it's yeah. still over speaking, a flame oh speaking of that since we're doing tips one real fast tip is i see some yep. people talking about like spray bottles or whatever to have handy in case there's flare-ups oh. yeah no nah, yeah, don't yeah. mess with that stuff just put the lid on oh problem right. solved that's it Boom. just open up the grates put the lid on it doesn't give the the coals enough oxygen like the fat can drip on it and it'll smoke, but it won't have enough oxygen to actually ignite. And that's nice. all there is to it. Make you just sure work the vent on the top? Yeah. Keep the ones on the bottom closed and the just work that vent on the top. Even Damn. with it fully open, I don't have flare-ups cooking burgers, and those are the ones that easily that, ignite. You, when so, you get a propane grill, you will. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to. I mean, that's a lot of that's, you know, that's an open flame, so that's a little bit that's different. That's exactly it. Yep, that's so. exactly what it is. Yep. <laughs> it's just fat dripping straight into an open flame. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Um, have you ever grilled a pizza before, Tim? Because I we've we've made pizza over yes. a fire before, actually, camping. And yep. it's just it's it's so cool, dude. I w- was watching yeah. again Elton on Good Eats, and I never even thought about it, but like a fire grilled pizza, have you seen that? How like have you seen those ovens, um, those fire grill ovens? Or, yeah, I've yeah. seen like the big brick ovens. Yeah, brick oven. There you go. Thank you. Yep. That's what I was talking about. And like it's super hot in there. They're talking in like over 500 degrees. Oh, dude, it's crazy how hot they cook a pizza in those things. Yeah. So like it's you nuts. could you can do pizza like that on your grill because a grill can get, you know, open flames super fucking yeah. hot. Crazy, yep. crazy. So what kind of pizza have you grilled? Because you said you have. And yeah. I want to do a fresh one. I've never done that. I have grilled right. pizza, though. Yeah, I've grilled pizza, but it wasn't fresh. It was frozen stuff. That's that same pan yeah. that I have to cook the salmon. Is oh just, yeah, of course. It's just like a yeah, it's just like a nonstick, and then just throw the frozen pizza on there. Sure. And then just that makes sense. You know, close it up, man. Mm-hmm. Close wonder- it up to make sure that you have the heat on there. That's when, like, mm-hmm. I see some people out there. Like, I think it's a lot in part to do with TV. Okay. Because every time you see somebody grilling on TV, they're standing there and just like constantly flipping meat with the grill open. Just yes. put it on there and let it sit. Right. You don't have to do anything. People put forget that a grill is just a modified oven or like the yeah. original. It's the original oven. <laughs> yeah. You're not opening up the oven and flipping that shit all the time. Just put it in there and leave it sit. Right. Right. <laughs> No, and, it's totally hundred percent. Like, 
I, I never thought about it, but that is a hundred percent true. It's like people do stand there with just the open lid way too much and, and flip and wait. And like, you just, yeah. One of the yep. best tips I ever saw watching, um, open fire cooking and it applies for grilling too, is if you go to flip it and you have to like scrape it off. Oh, yeah, it's not ready. This doesn't work every time, but you have to if you have to scrape it off, it means that you're trying to flip it too soon. You have to wait for the char to set in because the meat will just when the char gets right, it'll just separate yep. automatically. Yeah, it'll yeah, it'll release. Yep. That's the same with like grill or like burger patties and everything. Mm-hmm. Like but burger patties can be a little bit more difficult depending on the the fat content of the meat because the oh, burger sure. with the ground meat can like kind of sink into the mm-hmm. stuff. So even if it's like you can get the great mark instead of being grill marks on it, it'll actually be great marks in the meat. Like the meat will seep in between the great. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So sometimes, sometimes it can be a little bit troublesome, especially when you're using fresh burger patties. Mm -hmm. But if you're using frozen burger patties, you don't have to worry about that at all. Right. And that's another thing I've seen people say, like, don't put cold stuff directly on like Hmm? steak you want to come to room temperature. Burger patties, mm-hmm. you want straight out of the fridge if it's fresh, cold meat. But frozen burger patties work perfectly. Yeah, Get the sure. grill hot, throw the frozen burger patties on. By the time they're brown on the one side and get the grill marks and stuff, flip it over when they're cooked. Almost every time, they're perfect. The yeah. inside is still pink because it like thawed out and cooked because it was sure. frozen when you started. Yeah, it's like you don't even have to try with frozen burger patties. <laughs> they come out perfect almost every time. Every time you just flip it over, wait a little while, done deal. Right, <laughs> and just flip it once, put it on there, leave right. it sit for like six, seven minutes, and flip it. Yeah, and six, seven minutes might not be accurate, depending on how much coals <laughs> you use, how close your coals are to the burger patty itself, right? How hot everything is. Like if you got your coals going. And then you left the top of your grill off and you come back and all your coals are just white because mm-hmm. they're hot as hell. Mm-hmm. It's going to take you less time to cook. So right. don't do not do anything by a rule of thumb. Also, when you're looking at it, when you see it smoke, and you can smell it too. What? If it's smoking like crazy and it smells like, your, like it's cooked. Cold? No, like when you got the burger patties on there. Oh, okay. like if you're trying to judge how close to done they are, mm-hmm. like if it smells like they're getting done and mm-hmm. it's smoking like crazy, it's probably time to flip it because your coals are probably super hot. Because I've had that mm. before, too, mm-hmm. where like I thought they weren't as hot and I'm like three minutes in and I'm like, those smell like cooked meat. Like, I got to go flip that shit quick. <laughs> like, I thought I should have had another three minutes, but I'm like, I can smell that those are, yeah, it's time to by flip smell. it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's awesome. I'm, uh, I'm going to cook fresh pizza on the grill just to yeah. quick, just completely back, back to it. <laughs> <laughs> off the burgers, off of burgers, and onto back to pizza. Um, I'm totally gonna try that. I'm gonna just turn the grill on full throttle, and and get some fresh dough. And I'm wondering, I'm like, could I just go with the whole time thing that you're talking about? I was like, I wonder if I could just throw a pop of Murphy's right on there, because that's like fresh dough. Probably, yeah, probably. 
I might just try you probably, that. You probably have to. It might be hard to transfer it, though. From the, oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you can grill that. Well, I I'm not going to grill the, pro- the damn paper. That's for well, sure. I know that thing goes would, in the oven, but I ain't put yeah. it on a 500 temp degree, you know, right. 500 degree. Well, that's what grate. I was going to say. It depends on how high you, because you have the propane. I suppose it's how high you have the burners on. Like if it's oh, just yeah. fire down there, it's not going to flare up like a burger. You're not going to have shit dripping. Right. So just the heat, it probably worked to keep it on the Papa Murphy's thing. You think? But like me grilling on charcoal, mm-hmm. I'm not fucking around with that, man. I might like that <laughs> shit on fire. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm going to totally try it, though. I'm, I I got to give it a shot because yeah, that was like that was one of the big things I got from Alton when he was because he did the oil thing, the oil thing you were oh, talking yeah. about. Yep. He did that and then he just cooked his dough straight on the grill and then he brought the dough inside. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, it was like yes. that's how he cooked the dough. And I was like, whoa, yeah. Shit. Yeah. I have. I can't remember if I did that or if I just watched that. But yeah, you no, I think I did that. I yeah. think I did that. Where you got to cook the dough first because the toppings will cook faster than the right. whole pizza. So yeah. if you put the toppings and the pizza together, you're going to burn the crust before right. everything's done. So you've got to yeah. pre-cook the crust mm-hmm. and then throw the toppings on. I think I did yeah. do that. And we've been experimenting with that in the oven and trying to figure it out because we always ended up with soggy middle because the crust seemed fine oh, sure. and all the toppings were on top you know and it would just like the yep. toppings juice would drip in and the middle wouldn't get hot because the outside was exposed to the heat and we just keep fucking it up and i'm just like yeah i'm trying it on the grill this this summer that's for sure yep yep grilled pizza is good man it's so good i never i've never made it on propane though so i don't know no oh, right. how much different that'll be you know i but. guess i never have either we cooked it over fire before. We've cooked it over like a fire, oh, no, oh, a fire pit. Yeah, actual fire. Grill. That would be dope. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. You got to really watch it, but it's it's awesome. Get that nice smokiness. You mm-hmm. can do that with the, the charcoal too. You can do that with a a propane though. Add the flavor. They have smoke boxes. Yeah, I actually have one. I've never tried it. I should yeah, do that. Just put chips in it. That's all it is. You just put yeah. more chips. Yeah, I have it chips because of the smoker. Yeah. Yeah, shit. I should try that with the pizza <laughs> specifically. <laughs> give it a oh, shot. Shit. All right, man. Well, do you want to you want to give the people any any more grilling tips? You got any any back pocket mm-hmm. secrets? Not really. I mean, it, you can do a lot with indirect cooking if you've oh. never tried messing around that with that. Mm-hmm. Like is that when you move all the coals to the ones that's the yeah, push all the coals to one side and then you cook yep. on the side that doesn't have any coals underneath it yep. right yep. yeah and the main the the big trick to that is when you have the lid on make sure the holes are over your food not over the coals no oh, because if you have the holes one. over the coals the heat's going straight up and out but if you have the holes over your food the heat from the coals is going from the coals out past your food out the holes yeah it has, it has to, to like escape. roll through the cover of yep. the grill yep the heat the transfer the direction of where the heat goes is wherever the holes are hell yeah so yeah and i make all sorts of stuff like that 
like bacon. Like you can't put bacon directly on the coals. Oh, no. It will burn. But you right, can cook for it sure. indirect. Mm-hmm. Wrap a oh, take take a hot dog. Cut it down the middle. Take a here's a take a paper clip because it's a nice the paper clip side. Really? And then go on the hot dog and go on on the side of the hot dog and slide it down the and you cut a groove out and then put cheese in that and then wrap that shit in bacon oh and then cook it indirect. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real good. Get a drip pan too. Put a, put a tin foil drip pan underneath it, mm. so that way you're not making your uh, grill all gross. Yep. That would be. But, that sounds like a really hard thing to clean out, like because with yeah, propane it's different. Cheese, the, the whole bottom is a drip pan on a on a propane yeah, grill. Like you just I've have had, to pull that bitch out every once in a while. I've had it. whoopsies with cheese, and that's when I take the lighter fluid and I just like douse the whole inside, <laughs> and then just light it and just let everything burn. Oof. Like we're just burning it all today. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking sweet way to cook, cook to clean a grill. Yeah, dude, this is That's fire, another man. grilling tip Clean right it all there. up. Just... Yeah. You make a whoopsie, just burn the shit out of everything. <laughs> the <whole> thing. <laughs> but yeah, indirect, you can cook a bunch of stuff. And you can you can cook for a really long time, too, if you set the coals up the right way. Sure. There's something, sure. I think it's called like the snake method or whatever. What? And okay. you, set up the, you set up the coals where it's like four coals stacked on top of each other. And then you layer them. So they're all the way around the outside and they can be around the outside of the coal and you can put your meat directly in the center and you just light the first four briquettes. And then as those burn, they slowly light the next four. No. And it just like, it just keeps burning and keeps the low heat and it just keeps burning as it goes all the way around. No way. Yeah. You can slow cook meat on the grill. Take your what? time like that. I cook, uh, I cook like um, pork tenderloin and stuff on there. With that method, you've used that method before. No, I haven't used that method, but like oh, okay. indirect cooking. What mm-hmm. I do a lot of times is I'll cook. I actually take the coals, get them going with the chimney, and I'll put unlit coals on the bottom already. And then dump oh. lit coals on top of them because it takes oh. longer for the heat to transfer downward. Downward, right. So when you put them on the unlit coals, the ones on the bottom will eventually light. So it, that's how I do it because I never need that long. Like I'm only cooking it mm-hmm. for like a, it's that's like an hour. That other snake thing Damn. is when you're slow cooking it like it's on the smoker where you're cooking that meat for like oh. three hours. Holy I've never shit. done that before. I have a smoker. I just do use the smoker. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's just easier that way. I just right. throw it in the box. Go. Done. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, dude. I we now definitely have to share some of our grilling, our summer grilling on the social medias with the real yep. TV crowd. That's for sure. Oh yeah. We will. I'm, I might be grilling tomorrow. I, I don't know though. I know what the it's one of those right? where it's one of those where you're like everything, all you think about is like. But with COVID, it's like changed things. It used to always be like when it was super hot. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, let's just go to a restaurant, sit in the AC, and let somebody else cook for us tonight. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But yeah, it's still. My wife's still a little bit. 
not mm-hmm. thrilled about going out to places where mm-hmm. I'm over it. I'm like, let's fucking just go. <laughs> but she's not super. And we yeah. got a three-year-old, so that makes going out to restaurants a little bit hard right now, too. Yep. But, yeah, I might be grilling tomorrow. And if I grill, I'll throw some pictures up on the gram. Woo! Look us up. R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Of course, on YouTube. Like, subscribe. You know all the fun stuff. Hey. Yeah. We're, hey. We got videos. And Tim's got a few videos in the tank. We got videos in the tank. I just have to sit down and edit them. I admit it to everybody. It's on me. I no. got to get them on the timeline. I got to get something started so that at least we can start editing it. It's not going to be just me alone, but... Right. I got to get something on the timeline. I got to get a real basic, like, doot, 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 beats down so that I can send it to you. You can send notes. We got to go back and forth there. I said it now, so I got to make it happen. I'm going to get it. It's right. So, you know, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Follow us on YouTube because we got stuff coming. Yeah. <laughs> Uh